Welcome to Missouri Legislative Update, produced for the League of Women Voters of Missouri by Talk Talk Vote. So Rachel, today is Sunday, January 21st. What's going on at the State House this week? We've got three bills that we're going to talk about this week. There are, as usual, more than three things up, but we are only going to focus on three of them because they are three citizen initiative petition related bills, and they are going to keep coming up as we go along. So we wanted to dive into them this week. Yeah, that's going to be a big fight this year. As it is every year. Oh, yeah, has been. Yeah. The three bills that we're going to talk about today are all citizen initiative petition related bills. Okay, remind us what a citizen initiative petition is, please. Yeah, great question. So in the great state of Missouri, there is the constitutional right for citizens of Missouri to add amendments to the Missouri Constitution by bringing the proposed constitution to a vote amongst all Missouri voters. And that's what a citizen initiative petition is because it is led by a citizen. So we did this just recently with marijuana. We did. Yes. Yeah. That's a great example. So the first bill that we're going to talk about is HJR 102. The league opposes this bill. What this bill would do is it would end the current status, which is a majority of voters voting for initiative petition would pass it. And so it would end that by imposing what's called a concurrent majority, which would require in addition to a majority of voters passing the initiative petition, it would also require that initiative petition to pass in a majority of Missouri state representative districts. So the majority of voters in a majority of state representative districts would have to vote for it as well. The other things that are in this bill would forbid a foreign country from sponsoring or funding initiative petitions. Well, that seems good. Yeah, it does seem good. It's kind of unnecessary and it's going to be used to generate misleading ballot language if this amendment ever appears on the ballot. Because it'll make it look like that's the most important part of this when the real most important part is that it'll be more difficult for citizens to bring petitions and get them passed. Exactly. And actually, the part of the bill that prohibits foreign countries from sponsoring or funding initiatives is farther up in the bill than the language about requiring a concurrent majority. Another bit that might cause misleading language to be developed, it would prohibit taxes on food or property by initiative petition, which again, I don't think is an issue that we've encountered, at least since I've been paying attention. So what we're supposed to do is submit testimony online, which luckily is a very easy thing to do. This bill and the two other bills that we're going to be talking about next are all scheduled for a committee hearing in the House on Tuesday, January 23rd at 1030 a.m. It's in the Elections and Elected Officials Committee. So we are asking you to submit testimony in opposition to HJR 102 for this bill. Okay, and we'll have that link in the show notes, right? Absolutely. All right, what's next? Next up is HJR 72, which is almost identical to HJR 102, the one we just talked about, except instead of the concurrent majority involving the state representative districts, instead it would require a majority in Missouri congressional districts. So it's the same hurdle, just slightly different pools you have to jump through. 
just uh just different shapes on the map yes so that one also scheduled for a hearing in the House Elections and Elected Officials Committee this Tuesday, January 23rd at 10.30 a.m. We are asking you to submit testimony online in opposition to HJR 72. Okay. And we support the next one, right? <laughs> no, we don't. No. The next bill we're talking about is HB 1749. The league opposes this bill. This bill would set up hurdles for the initiative petition process by making it more difficult to gather signatures, and it would make successful signature gathering efforts vulnerable to legal challenges. It also creates a number of administrative changes to the initiative petition process. There's no need for these changes. Yeah, it's already not at all easy to get a measure on the ballot. And then after that, it's not at all easy to get it passed. Most of the ballot measures that have been brought before the voters have not passed. If they've even made it on the ballot, yeah. Right. So what are we supposed to do? So what we are going to ask you to do is submit testimony online for the hearing scheduled in the House Elections and Elected Officials Committee on Tuesday, January 23rd at 1030 in opposition to HB 1749. We can do that. Can I tell you something? Absolutely. So I was talking to one of the members of the League of Women Voters, and she was telling me that she was a little nervous about submitting testimony at, at first because she was worried that she wasn't going to do it right or mm -hmm. that it would be a complicated process or that she wouldn't have the right thing to say. Yeah. And she actually asked me. So I I told a story about how this bill would affect my own life. Was that okay? And I said, that is more than okay. That's the very best thing that you could do is yeah. to make it personal and exactly how it will affect you. The other part of our conversation that I wanted to mention is that I told her that if she doesn't have a story and if she doesn't have a lot to say and if she doesn't have a lot of time, if any of those three things are going on, that she could just go in and click support or oppose. She, you don't actually have to write any testimony at all, and it still gets recorded as a yes or a no. That's not the best thing you can do, but if that's all you have time for or that's all you feel comfortable doing, that's a great way to get started submitting testimony is just pick, you know, oppose or support, oppose in, in the case of all these bills and get your name on the list of people who do not want this to happen. That is a great opportunity to talk about the submission process for testimony. This week, very convenient because if you click any of the links in the show notes to submit testimony, you'll be taken to a page where you can just tick all three of the bills and it will automatically give you boxes to type about all three of the bills or just click in opposition to for all three of the bills so you can do it all at once. But then the most important thing to remember is down at the bottom, there's a details section and you have to put your name in and you have to put your email address in. You can put other information in if you want to, but you don't have to. And the reason that the email address is important is because once you fill that out, check your acknowledgement box to affirm that your testimony is true and you hit submit, you will get an email from their system asking you to confirm that you indeed submitted testimony. And I think that's just to avoid like spam 
testimony. Right. So you have to go back into your email and click the button to confirm that you submitted testimony. Yeah. So be sure that you go back and confirm that. And full disclosure, this is public record. So when you testify, it it is something that people can look at later. The website for our House of Representatives here in the state of Missouri is actually really pretty good. So they make it easy for us to testify. All right. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome, man. Legislative Update is a production of Talk Talk Vote Media. This episode was produced by Rachel Thompson and me, Ann Calvert. You can reach us at talktalkvote at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and talk, talk to you later. You have to arm wrestle over over letter A things. We do, yeah. Although it turns out he doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's not much of an arm wrestle.